Hello patrons, Sam here with an exciting announcement. We are doing a 24-hour Extra Life charity stream on November 6th to November 7th starting at 9pm Central. 24 hours of solid tabletop action, starting with Megan running us through a homebrewed Starfinder game, followed by David with another homebrewed one-shot in Pathfinder 1st Edition, culminating with Garrett running us through the latest Paizo 2nd Edition module, The Slithering. We'll be releasing milestones and donation goals along with other bonus goodies as we get closer to the event. So stay tuned to our social media for more information. So, before we started recording, Megan, Alex, and I were talking about what would happen if Retha were other religions and took over Fort Inevitable. <laughs> hey, are you just gonna are you just gonna cut out the part about me hypothetically one v oneing a pit fiend at level six? Oh, that's right. So to do this, she had to one v one a pit fiend, and then walks up to Lady Commander Drovis and goes, "My fort now." <laughs> Points at the dead pit fiend. Well, yeah. it'd probably be just banished or whatever. It'd be gone. Yeah. Devil. And that what would she demand to be called? And her first statement was, "Mommy." <laughs> Which I said a joke. Not mommy commander. Come on. <laughs> Alex said, if you were a Lamashton mommy, and I said you'd be a Zon Kuthite and say mistress. Yes. It was funnier in the moment. Mommy dearest, I think might be a good uh well, Mommy dearest <laughs> Mommy dearest Valbuk. Oh Lord help us. There's already one of those. That's where the uh <laughs> backup character from. is uh the Valtuk parents. <laughs> Just a middle-aged human. Lord help us. Your, your parents are human, right? They're I they're guess. human and they just popped out two tieflings and an Asimar? That's accurate. If there aren't more siblings. Yes, but, I mean, we kind of made our own little group chat to discuss family lore and stuff now. <laughs> yeah, we're working on that. Consistency is important. So we're, yeah, we're trying to kind of settle on what's the deal with our parents and grandparents and so on and so forth do we have any other siblings stuff like that but yeah you you had mentioned a, a joke to me once that your backup character was a duskwalker oracle of a, a miscarried yep. Valduk <laughs> to be part of the trash native outsider club <laughs> i love Jesus it just fucking christ <laughs> there's so many native outsiders in pathfinder like why not through. What's up, David? I think that may be more twisted than any character I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote a guy who was wow. forcibly enslaved. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anything compares to reincarnated miscarriage. I'm sorry. That's very no. Very. The lost things would be real. Kayvon has played a darker character than that. His uh, that character I also killed in the first session of the campaign, so it didn't. I said anything I've written. So, fun fact. Slight Runes of Aslant spoilers, but uh, in Book 1 of Runes of Aslant, there's a poltergeist, which is a oh. should not be in a Book 1 adventure. Let me just put that out there. Isn't that like a CR5 creature within Corporeal? I don't know, dude. And then there's a giant statue in that room that is just at the max end of the weight capacity of the poltergeist's uh, telepathy. No. <laughs> so, I, I crit him throwing the giant statue at him is where this is going. Wow. <laughs> Oh, there's also a poltergeist in Return of the Rune Lords book one. Huh. Yeah, they should not be in book ones. Yeah, that's exciting. I forgot about that truth. Y'all just finished Return. Yep. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, quite good. I want to play the whole Rune Lords trilogy at some point. Likewise. 
I'm trying to run the whole trilogy, but the issue is we had to start via play by post. So, well, the only reason I wasn't in that return game was specifically because I wanted to play Shattered Star before doing it. Because that's number two, right? It's yep. yeah. Rise, yeah. Shattered Star, Return. I had I had already played Shattered Star, and I've given up on Rise. So it was run by Para, and Para was one of the other players in our uh, Rise game. So the legendary characters included those of us who finished Rise. It's pretty great. Bob's a pretty solid GM. So my my character from Rise was in there. I just wasn't playing in that game. Ah, Rise is definitely the bucket list one for me, but there's so few people who haven't played it already. That's why I keep bugging Caden. We already had five people in the game. We, we really ran out of room there. It's tough to get already. people to play Rise. It's a 10-year-old game now. And I know. Everyone yeah, that's not why. I've tried eight times and every single one has died. <laughs> I'm so done. We'll pull you in for book six only. You know, we'll hit it. It's like, all right, let's grab truth. One of those eight made it to the start of book six, and then the oh, GM no. just was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and fucking left. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. So bad. That's, so That's brutal. That was my first ever Pathfinder AP, too, was that group. Wow, and you got all the way to book five on your first try? Yes. Damn. And then it died. And I have never made it past book three since. Oh, Jeez. that's rough, buddy. I've only made it out of book one half the time. I've said it many times. If I am ever, by some twist of fate, made to play Rise of Rune Lords again, I am playing a character that knows the events of Rise of Rune Lord and then is trapped in a time loop and can't escape. Oh, play a time wizard. Play a time <laughs> wizard. But or like a, one of those uh, oracles. Yeah, a chronomancer? That, that would be an idea. That would be awesome. Yeah. Who knows everything that's going to happen <laughs> and can't stop it, and he's just going insane. Powerless Prophecy Oracle would be fun for that, too. But Yeah, yeah either or. Yeah. I, I like chronomancer My roommate game character is a Powerless Prophecy Time Oracle. It's an absolute shit show. Oh, fuck. Didn't they make a prophecy, like, sub-school as well? Yeah, there's there, there are prophecy wizards, and I really yeah. like it because prophecy wizards are legitimately Babe Ruth point to the stands, <laughs> and you have a 25% chance of it just backfiring horrifically. <laughs> That's awesome. Those are decent. Yeah, oh, here it is. Yeah, in, in accordance with the prophecy. prophecy. Yep. <laughs> the number of times that he got the intelligence modifier with... Publicly declared. Like this is so fucking prophecy. funny. I feel like at some yep. point I'm just gonna have to do like a special, like maybe Patreon exclusive thing where I just gossip about roommate game. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. oh, I thought you were gonna say play a powerless prophecy oracle because uh, actually, hold on a second. I need to check. Dude, the prophecy subdomain is actually the baller though. It's so good. It uh, it lets the inspiring prediction is just lets you swift action gives anyone a plus four luck bonus on attack rolls, saving throws, or skill checks. Yeah, it's, oh, a, shit. it's a really really good school, but yeah. you always have the writer of everything you do could fail. Not not the inspiring prediction can't fail. It's just in accordance in accordance with prophecy. Inspiring prediction yeah. can't fail. I thought I could. No, no, it does have a failure chance. Hmm. It's still really good. Inspiring prediction is just fucking stupidly good. I love it. <laughs> So swift action, you give Ellie fifty each alley within fifty feet a plus four luck bonus on the next attack roll, saving through a skill check. Yep, and it's a luck bonus. Yep, yeah, no, that's vicious. Mm -hmm. yeah, Yet my, another uh, way to counter everyone's favorite Pathfinder one enemy, Pugwampies. Fuck them. So, um, anyways, in the interest of actually playing Pathfinder at some point today. <laughs> what is everyone drinking? Why would we do that? Why do we want to play Ooh. Pathfinder? We could just talk about Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah, I just I prefer to just talk the about Pathfinder, Pathfinder discussion Pathfinder. podcast. Uh, Dungeon because I actually accidentally became a simp for my own character, and I can't stop drawing her. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have changed up my drink again. 
I have an Austin East Siders original dry cider. Uh, it actually says on the can, how do you like them apples? <laughs> I do. I like these apples. Someone cast vicious mockery on our DM enough. We are not sponsored by Austin East Siders. I just prefer local brews. Fair enough. What about you, Megan? You got a martini with six olives in it? <laughs> no, I have a Moscow mule that is mostly gone by now. <laughs> uh, did it have six olives in it? No, but it did have probably way more lime juice than any other human being on this planet would ever put in a Moscow mule. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. What about you, uh, Alex? I went for a little pick-me-up with a whiskey coke. Ooh, got me good choice. feeling good. That's an always an excellent choice. Ian? I have a dark and stormy. Nice. nice. Dark and Stormy and a uh, Moscow Mule. Those are episode titles. Yes, they were. Oh, yeah, I suppose it's a, it's a Corvosan Mule. Yeah. <laughs> Dark and Stormy actually has canonical representation on Galarian. Does it really? Yeah, it's a drink in Galarian. It was made in the Shackles. Makes yeah. sense. Oh, that's cool. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes, oh, makes like sense being in the Shackles. I'm like, what's a Dark and Stormy? Is that from Intercity Taverns? Oh, wait, it's a, uh, sounds like I it. think it's actually from Intercity Pirates is when they introduced it. Ah, oh, that oh. makes sense, too. And uh, Garrett, what do you got, buddy? Fuji Ranger Imperial IPA, it's no one's surprise. <laughs> sponsor me. Not, not the podcast. <laughs> just, just sponsor Garrett in real life. Garrett's sponsor life. Garrett. Sponsored by... Give him free beer. And, uh, designated driver, David, what do you got? I'm drinking water because I haven't felt good since March, and gabapentin means I can't do anything with protein for at least an hour before and after taking it. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate that. <laughs> the way gabapentin works is the drug binds with the nerve receptors that proteins bind to and tricks the nerves into not firing, which is why I don't have burning pain. Speaking of not hurting, I believe Garrett needs to do some healing with that wand of cure light wounds. Yeah. As, uh, walking down the stairs with his broom of crying in hand is Maldrick. Oh, hey, everyone. How are you doing? Bad for you. Helta's pulling an arrow out of her chest. <laughs> you see several dead bandits and uh, they're just pulling out crossbows and short swords from their fleshes. I don't know, I'm mostly fine. Did you kill our patrons? They weren't drinking anything. Huh, how did they get down here? I don't know, I thought you were here the whole time. No, I was, I was upstairs, cleaning the bar. Bar? You're still working outside? Yeah, you, I, I didn't know where you all went. I just started cleaning the bar and then you were gone. So I kept cleaning the bar. Did the sounds of me shooting honesty not give it away? I was two floors up. We're in an echo chamber. It's stone walls from here to there. Uh, see, it's funny because we're in the echo wood. Okay, I genuinely do not think I could have heard you from two floors up in the spire. Ayo. <laughs> hey, we're in the woods, maybe. I think we're weird. We are in the woods. We're just in a spire in the woods. Anyways, I'm I'm here now. Your presence has most likely increased our combat efficiency by 25%. Welcome back, Maldrick. Oh, I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are high odds for him. Have you seen him fighting on us? That, 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 that thing's, that thing's going to kill us. <laughs> rude. <laughs> Extremely rude. I was just being nice. That's Garrett saying that, not, not Maldrick. <laughs> no. <laughs> hear me canonically yeah. that's pretty fun. I don't like yes. that. I mean, has <laughs> responded to me as the GM talking before, so. <laughs> well, then that's, you just talk for her because I don't have GM knowledge of enemy layouts. Honesty can dis detect hostiles through uh, walls, through fog, through the fourth wall, you know. <laughs> not, not walls. That, that's, that's where she can detect me. Not walls except for the fourth wall. <laughs> Only the fourth but, wall. 
But uh, yeah, you guys have to do some healing, and Gareth, your wand's probably running a little low by now. It is. It's down to 11. Shit, did we forget to pick up a, a, another wand? A 10. Yeah, you did not on the shopping trip pick up a wand to cure light. Mm-hmm. Well, that's dumb. I had the money for it. It's like you could have asked. I have like a billion gold, so. <laughs> I have 800 left over, yeah. And by a billion, I mean like actually none because I have that belt. <laughs> no, I, I still have money left after buying alcohol since I had Tom Bombadil crafting so much stuff. And by Tom Bombadil, I mean Ian because that's his Discord handle. It's all yes. good. I'm Bombadil. Yeah, so, so Garrett's gonna go around and Pota's the first one, I believe. I need yep. probably two hits. Two hits? Okay, the first one you got was seven. You still need a second hit after that? Seven, I'm fine. I'm down three, but that's fine. Anybody else? Yeah, I'm always down for another hit. Like a hit would not be wasted on me? Yeah, dude, pa- pass the wand. There you go, five points for you. Five points. Ah, ah, ah. Anybody else need healing? I'm 20 of 24. I don't. I don't know if I need another hit oh, right now. Just, just take the hit. I'm only two HP down now, so we are good. I, I say four is enough to take a hit. Okay. Was this true? There you are, six. I was hoping you'd roll an eight and it would be super wasteful. So is everybody good then? Yep, I am. Well, yes, sir. We have seven charges left. Maybe I can actually hit stuff this floor. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's hope. Oh yeah, what spells did I prep? That's important. Yeah, that is. That is Ray's aura for honesty, okay. That yellow is honesty's blind sense. Yeah. Sam, for your knowledge, I prepped uh, two Frostbites and a Davon's Parry. And I already I showed off all three first level spells I had. I prepped nothing. <laughs> which I've got one. This will be great. Let's go. <laughs> I know spells. I know which spells I know even. Rita prepped Stabby Stabby. I prepped Spear. <laughs> oh, so... There is the way the band is regarding to the east. Just one quick thing, Sam. You said something between between things. Uh, is it still true about that soda tab? Yes, you're right. Thank you for reminding me. I told Matthew between sessions that the start of this episode, I would give him a soda tab for an awesome use of his uh, that channel feat. That cha- what was it? Channel blessing. So what you're saying is you're giving out soda tabs for using class abilities now. Cool. Man, why did I tell you what my prep spells were? Yeah. <laughs> Keep everything a secret from the GM and get him when it's guarded now. He just gets all the buffs because he's a Desmond. <laughs> why we all hate Desmonds. Wait. <laughs> he's a dedicated buffer, and clerics a really good class for that. Mm-hmm. Also, if you go through. Seven, 16 episodes of poor tactics. Oh, I guess it'll be 15 episodes of poor tactics. And these show some really strong, good tactics. I need to give positive reinforcement. Yes. So, Matthew continues to do good tactics. So, you're saying the rest of us should do 15 episodes of bad tactics? Yeah, we should all just fuck, out, fuck around for a while. <laughs> fuck around and find out. I mean, if we do, we TPK. And I'd rather not write another seven page Google Doc for a single aspect of a character. There is some, some other information on this floor in the rooms you're in that I should give out because Pelta did set foot in the room the guards were in. There was a lever on the wall. Oh boy. We did describe that. I remember that. And I I believe I asked if these men were wanted. Yes. Okay. They were part of a bandit group called the Crowned Skull Bandits. Which we've seen before, right? That was like the emblem that those kobolds were wearing? Correct. It is the same sort of style. Their, Their leather armor has that same crowned skull stamped into it. Cool. Okay. 
So is this is this like standpoint rules? Do we cut off both their ears and get a gold PC? Sure what? Did they, so uh, they were they shooting through arrow slits? Is yeah, that they were. Yeah. yeah, they had arrow slits. They had arrow slits and then a secret yeah. door to flank around. That's rough, buddy. I nearly killed Retha. That's uh, and Pelta. You nearly killed a lot of people. You didn't even rest me unconscious. I was fine. Blimps behind the scenes uh, of the floor one, if the uh, bugbear doesn't come down, he sits at the top of the room in the tower and fires arrows at you through the locked door at the top. We were talking about floor one. Sorry, I was yeah. taking notes. You did render me unconscious on floor one. I did. I rendered you unconscious a lot on floor one. Yeah. I almost killed Retha and Pelta on floor two. Dude, I, I ran that for a low strength party one time and they just couldn't break that door open. So they were just getting shot every round by this ranger. Brutal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys are, uh, if you flip that lever, uh, whomever does, the gate into the north of you would open. Oh, cool. I thought I was going to have to cut it open with my adamantine wire saw. <laughs> Not this time. You're prepared now, though. Do we want to look through and see if they had any uh, equipment stored? Like hook ahead through where they were attacking from. Try to make sure we don't get tanked. Quote unquote guard station. Probably more. One of them did yell to get the boss. Yeah, I, I kind of want to rummage through all the boxes and shit. Pelta's gonna look okay. at that front room they sort of flanked out of. Okay, well, why don't I go reveal that room for you? Retha will be right behind her. Spirit already. Oh, that pretty pretty pattern floor. This one is. Okay. The room that Pelta and Retha are in is, in fact, an armory. Oh boy. Wow. Anything good? In here, you find the following. Oh boy. 10 short swords, 12 daggers, four light crossbows, three composite short bows with a plus two strength rating. That might be something Pelta and Retha would take just so they have ranged options. Could be. Two suits of leather armor, three suits of padded armor. And when you rummage through the wardrobes in that same room, you find the following. 15 blood red ceremonial robes. Interesting. And 12 masks. Do you examine any of these items with a praise or such? Razmir, is that you? <laughs> oh, Razmir. Is Razmir red cloaks? Yeah, he's red cloaks and white masks. Let's do some investigating. I don't think there is a universal color for Asmir Priest's robes. I see a bunch of different minis of different colors. Yeah, I was, I was, I didn't think there was. I know the masks go white, silver, gold. Uh, what sort of check would it be to try and identify these masks and robes? It would be knowledge local. Okay, I can do that. Or appraise. I could at least attempt knowledge local. That is a mod 20. You would have known what with being a member of the Hell Knights and the peacekeeping forces in the area that... You have, have uncovered these robes before, and these are ceremonial initiation robes for the crown skulls, as well as formal service wear, like they would wear to a cult meeting. However, when you look over the masks, you do notice something on the inside. Inside each of the masks is a small liquid reservoir <laughs> inside the nose piece. Oh, so it's like a side capsule thing. Anybody know what that might do? I'm not exactly a master alchemical substances. Truth, I found it, by the way. It's the highest level of Rasmur priests that do the red robes. Visions of the 15th step. Got it. No alchemy, but good. Would nature or anything else work? It would have to be alchemy. Uh, Maldrick? You have craft alchemy? God, no. 
drop something in there later. Nobody's got craft alchemy? I can tell you how a laser rifle works. I can't tell you how a poison works. So you, Pelta and Retha, have all of these items, and Maldrick and Ray and everyone else are in the room. You do actually see something in this room uh, with just passive perception. Uh, you would see that there is a pull cord, and if you follow it up, Ray, with your engineering, you would see that it's just a simple alarm bell that they alerted someone. Yeah, I was going to say, they definitely rung that. But you, whatever rang, you could not hear it from this room. Well, detect magic? Yeah. Silent alarm of sorts. Uh, no magic. It's just like a bell and like levers and like pulleys and stuff. All the way through the walls or whatever. It's, it's a long, overly complicated. It's a Rube Goldberg alarm. Yeah, it's a Rube Goldberg <laughs> machine that rings like a very tiny silver bell in the captain's room. Yeah. It just it just hits the tiniest gong. Just bing. Okay. Uh, I ring it twice because clearly that's the symbol for false alarm. Clearly. All right, you have pulled no, it twice. Maybe. And uh, where do you wish to go now? And who wants to make some perception checks? I mean, yeah. Search I'll the roll room for a Yeah, I'll roll perception. There's literally what I was going to ask if we could do that or not. Yeah, of course you can do that. Let's say 19 for Declan. That's a 26 for uh, Garrett. That's a 24 for Retha. All right. Uh, Retha and Pelt, if you rejoin the party, are you still in the armory? Yeah, once we've hauled all that stuff, we'll probably just dump it in the hall near the entrance. Okay. Elta, do you want to be in front? Be in front. That will get me a 30 total. I rolled on my dice the same thing roll 20 gave me, so. As Pelta and Retha walk out of that room, Gareth and Ray both shout, don't take another step. Oh, wow. Because you both noticed a trap. Oh, boy. Nice. <laughs> you notice a pressure plate on the floor in this area to the south. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I wasn't uh, going that way anyways, but... Yeah, yeah but you... And, uh, so, yeah, there is a trap there. Fancy. You want to, uh, do a knowledge engineering to, to tr or disable the device to break it down. Sure. Yeah, go for All it. All right. It's based off honesty skill, not mine, because she's better at engineering than me. But I do assist her, and that is a 23. To identify the trap? Yes. All right. Uh, this is a simple mechanical trap. It looks like if the pressure plate is triggered, it will release some kind of airborne toxin. Mm. You want to take a disable device on it. Try and disable device or anything on it. Does a 20 disable it? That's taking 10. You've triggered the trap. Okay. Failed by five or more. I was about to say, where am I standing? Yeah, I'm going to back back off into that armory. Yeah, I figured only Ray would be there. Uh, so it kind of just shoots up into the air. And uh, Ray, I will need a fortitude save. Not a problem. That will be relatively high? 17. You feel fine. I'm leaving the gaseous cloud. Yeah. You feel fine. How how far does that cloud spread? It just seems to sort of shoot up into the air and the into the ceiling and then just kind of dissipate. Okay. So only the people who are like within proximity to it. So uh, if Pelta was still standing adjacent to it like that. Should have likely uh, backed up as well. Yeah, I figured if she saw a mechanical trap, right. she'd have seen technology. Yeah. Does it seem to reset? No, it does not seem to reset. It looks like whatever aerosol reservoir was in there has dissipated. But does the trap itself reset, even if the aerosol vanishes? No, you did. You see that the the pressure plate, like the, the trip of it, was still pressed. It would looks like it would need a manual reset. You would get that from the trap that this was a manual reset trap. 
If you wouldn't mind, Alex, please note on this loot sheet that we will be taking this trap as we leave this floor. <laughs> because traps actually sell for a decent amount, especially high quality mechanical ones. This is the equivalent of going through a building and ripping out the copper wiring. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I've revealed what, uh, what area you can see now from your angle into that hallway. So we have a couple options. We can either pull the lever and go north. By the way, we need to pull the lever anyway, because always open your shortcuts. I'll pull the lever. Is there any way, I mean, I know there is with disabled device, but can I make it so that lever cannot be pulled again to lower the portcullis? Yeah, you can rip it out of the wall. Uh, if that'll work, sure. I mean, if you take the lever part out, there's no way to trip the mechanism. Yeah, just pull the lever so that the mechanism's there. You'd have to jam something into it, I guess, to try and fix it. I want to do that so no one can come behind us and be like, we're going to close the gate. Okay, I would like a disabled device check. Does a 20 do it? Because I can't trigger this one. <laughs> so what this disabled device check is for is um, what it's if someone wanted to... Oh, so I am actually making the disabled device to jam. Okay. Y'all roll. Yeah, this is to jam it. Uh, hey, I rolled a 10. <laughs> okay. So 20. <laughs> well, that's convenient. So they must roll a 21 disabled device check to undo it. That's not hard. Ray's stat line is quite middling. Like everything is just <laughs> average for him because he needs every stat that's not strength. So where do you guys wish to go now? North or further east? I think east. Yeah. Seems like a plan to me. I think we should. All right, please move your tokens appropriately. I want to be in the middle. That's all I know. Yeah. If you guys want to regroup your party. Middle buddies. Oh, uh, did we decide we're going down instead of through the gate? Yeah. Yeah. We just opened the shortcut. It'll help us get back to Firelink Shrine faster. Boo. A bad joke. Boo. It's not, though. Yo, Gareth, do you want to trade places with me so I can be closer to the front? Sure. Hey, see a do door. you see anything down this hall? You've mentioned you're good at spotting some traps. Yeah, I am an investigative journalist. It's part of my skill set. 12 plus 14 is 26. You don't see any more traps in this hallway, but you do see a door. Have been 28 if you would suppress your stupid ion stone. No, <laughs> oh, I, uh, my, I think my ion stone is suppressed right now because it is low light in here and I didn't want to yeah. give away our presence immediately. Oh, 28. <laughs> you still don't detect any traps. You're fair. Cool. Uh, if I can kind of see and we have a chance to sneak up on somebody, I'm going to take that chance. Nothing on my end, and Honesty's not picking up anything on her sensors. Once we get here, I'm gonna let Pelta go ahead and then fall behind through the little narrow gap. Oh, can we walk on those barrels? No, they're stacked up. Like, you could climb on them. There's no goblin table. Well, no. <laughs> sure. I mean, because Ray is inherently a show off, so I was just gonna get on top of them and walk us. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could dramatically. Yeah, 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 you could dramatically walk on top yeah, of them. Yeah, no. Not that they wouldn't be difficult terrain to climb up on. I just wanted Ray to be extra, because that's what he does. While you're there, why don't I just reveal what your 60 foot dark vision gives you? Hey, the dark vision crew. Ian's the only one not in it. I can't see you on the corner. I'm sorry, Declan is the only one in it. None of us in real life are part of the dark vision crew. Paint, Speak for yourself. Paint me a word picture, Pelta. What do you see? There is a long hallway with several doors in the side of it and barrels of garbage strewn about. They didn't have a thousand words for you. I figured that we'd want to move on with a podcast. What's a podcast? Good question. Honestly, chimes in. My job is to violate the fourth wall, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> there is this door here, so we check it to prevent someone from sneaking up behind us again. Yeah, we need to we need to keep an eye out for uh, secret doors as well as we go. Pelta's gonna move up to this door. Right behind her. 
Delta rolled a one for her perception, so she definitely sees the door. <laughs> there is in fact five to a see door. an object staying seeing in uh to see an object in the plane in open. So Yeah. There is a door. Got that one. I'm gonna take Paige out of Commander Shepard's book and take cover behind this crate. Just in yeah. case like opening this door triggers the other doors down the hallway to open. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'd rather not have everything in the building have line of sight to me as the range character. So Kelta's gonna open the door then. Alright, why don't I give you a little exposition? Oh boy. Uh, this chamber is a small barracks with a pair of double bunk beds and a small privy in the north wall. You can see a door there and you can smell the door through the door. The eastern portion of the room is partitioned to a pair of cells with doors made from iron bars. Inside each is a shoddy bed and a rusty bucket. And you smell excrement and alcohol. Lovely. Seems like some sort of prison here. Smells like Maldrick's bedroom in here. Ha, 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 ha. Bold of you to assume you can smell anything over the alcohol in Maldrick's bedroom. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think Maldrick Out has a scythe ready and steps into this the room. With the end. Around this time, Ray, you're not starting to feel too good. Okay. Why don't you uh, roll me a fortitude save? Twenty-five. Everything starts to go kind of trippy, but you just sort of shake your head and all the fantastic colors and noises and things you are starting to experience disappear. As Honda says, Ray, are you okay? Ray, I don't recall you ingesting any Numerian fluid within the last 24 hours. It's because I didn't. Are you sure? Yes. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Did the Eris fly back to Numeria where you see Ray just temporarily having bat wings <laughs> and a horn. But it's like on his elbow. Yeah, no, that's accurate to what Numerian fluid does. <laughs> Pelta, you roll, what did you get? A, a five. Oh, that was to look at the door. I haven't rolled. Yeah, we haven't done perception checks in the room, but Ray's not entering the room. He's going to ready to shoot if an enemy exits through one of these doors to the north. I'm providing cover fire. Uh, 12. You see a half-drunk bottle of wine on the table. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. That's me. There's some wine in here. I'll try. There might be someone in the bathroom. Before you finish the sentence, the bottle's gone. (laughs) Mage hand just back to Maldrake. Just passes it to him with her tail. Ed Pelta, you did not roll high enough to notice something seeping out from under the bed. Oh, boy. As slithering out, gibbering is a creature. That's gonna make a single surprise round attack, and then we will move into proper initiative. Technically, not Anus. To hit Pelta with its first and only attack of the round, it is a um, 23 to hit. Yup. No, not a whole lot of damage. Only one point. Oh. That doesn't seem right. Hold on a second. Yeah, that seems really low. You're also forgetting the fun part that's about to happen because it hit you with a natural attack. Yeah. Nope, that's actually correct. Uh, as it gets to try and grab you now. Not not super great. Only a 12 to grab you. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. It's a uh, 16 to grapple. Still not good enough. Okay. You are not grappled by this puddle of something. And I'd like everyone to roll for initiative. Oh, sure. I literally can't read that, so that's very cool. I've got a 10. 
I got a four. Oh. <laughs> Thirteen. All right, I see why it didn't uh, didn't do all the damage. All right, so Declan is up first. You hear and wet slurping and gibbering and gibbering. It is gibbering, actually, Pelta. Uh, give me a will save. Damn. Well, at least I'm between her and the rest of the party. You're fine, Pelta. I have a pretty decent will save. Can I see it at all, or is that too far from my look for seeing in dim light? Well, it, you, you can't see it between the dim light and the fact that Retha is standing in your way. You can't see it, but you can hear it. Okay. Uh, would that be enough to roll uh, what it is? Or... I'll give you it at a penalty. That's fine. Otherwise, I'll just take out or activate my Ion Stone and roll. Yeah, give me a uh, Knowledge Dungeoneering. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. That's a 17 on the die for a 25. 17 on the die for a 25? With that, you just... You do get it. Um, This is, as we all know, from the obvious... This is a gibbering mouther. <laughs> this horrid mass of eyes, mouths, and formless flesh stares in all directions, its countless maws yammering ceaselessly. It is a neutral aberration of medium size. So, uh, slight aside, there is a book series. Uh, it is... I can't remember the proper title of the series. It's a lit RPG. It's one of the first ones that was ever, like, really published. It's called... It's The Land series. Uh... That guy's take on gibbering mouthers is legitimately horrifying, and it turns them into like an end tier boss, and it's really cool. They're really disturbing monsters. Like it's a pile of goo that just like screams at you. Well, I'm just gonna fire off. Uh, so before we, um, before that, uh, one, you get uh, a bonus fact. But let me also just read out some aberration traits, because uh, you would know what aberration traits are. Aberration traits are dark vision, 60 feet. They are proficient with natural weapons. If it is humanoid in form, it is also proficient with simple weapons and any weapon it's described as using. Proficient with whatever type of armor it's described as wearing. And uh, if they're not wearing armor, they are not able to wear armor. Same with shields. And they do breathe, eat, and sleep. Okay, cool. And uh, you get one fact. I would like defensive abilities. It is amorphous. I'll tell you what that means in a second. It also has DR. A gibbering mouther's body is malleable and shapeless. It is immune to precision damage like sneak attack and critical hits and can move through an area as small as one quarter its space without squeezing or one eighth its space when squeezing. But uh, yeah, so what do you want to do, Declan? I'm going to fire off an acid splash. Now that I know it doesn't have energy resistance. Yeah, it'll have cover. Absolutely. Yeah, it will have a cover. Not approved cover, just cover. Okay. Uh, and you have point-blank precise shot, correct? Yes. So you will not be taking penalties for shooting basically between Retha's horns. Don't like, like the, it's a It's a football pill post. Uh-huh. Field goal. <laughs> Go for the field goal. <laughs> uh, while he's rolling attack, fun fact about how precise shot functions. You're only considered to be in melee with an enemy if both of you threaten each other in melee. Either way, it is a 21 to hit touch. That is definitely a hit. And why don't you roll some damage? How about two points of acid damage, Sam? That's minimum. Unfortunate. Yeah. Ooh, two points of acid, acid. Black, man. You can do a D or a D three plus two. I know. I just keep forgetting to. I mentioned it the other day. I know, and I just forgot when we were shopping. It's on my list. It is now, unfortunately, the gibbering mouther's oh, turn. Boy. And guess what? 
It's gonna make some attacks. There's so many attacks. It has six attacks. Holy cow. Holy crap. Uh, it has, as you see, six mouths on it, just fangs, and just each of them go at you. Uh, first, my my sanity, I am rolling on the uh, roll 20 for this. Yeah, no. Sanity, what do you need sanity for? It's a gibbering mouther. <laughs> yeah, this isn't Call of Cthulhu. Oh, actually, Retha, I need a will save from you, too. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, there's the roll gone. I Fuck forgot you, I need... Me. <laughs> What'd you get? A natty one for, I think, a total of two? Ooh, oh, that's a, that's a grand old fail. You are confused for one round. Let me pull up the confusion very table cool. for when we get to Retha's turn. Very cool, very cool, very stylish. And, uh, well, actually, uh, um, actually, all of you are in range. You all need to think about yeah, safe. If you're spending the free action to gibber, we're all in range. Yeah. Hey, natural 20. Declan, you got a nat 20. You're fine. Gareth, will save. 25 total. You're fine, you fucking filthy cleric. Yeah, I will save my bitch. Maldrick. Uh, I got a 23. You're fine. And Ray, you got a 19? Yep. Retha's the only one confused. Pelta, what is your AC? Just so I can just compare it. 17. Flat-footed. Yep. Miss, hit, 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 miss, miss. All right, and it would have tried to grab on the last attack, so it will not actually grab you. Well, you get to make that decision as you hit with the attack, but... Well, unless it has... Yeah, but I'm saying because I roll all six at once. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I rolled all six at once, I was... I would have made the decision to grab on the last attack roll. Yeah, if I were rolling fair... If I was rolling a physical dice, that's when I would make that choice. So you're going to take a total of 15 damage. Oof. That hurt a lot more than last time. Uh, three attacks, all of them basically max damage. Uh, the reason it hurt more is because, uh, due to the house rules, I forgot to give it a piranha strike. Oh, oh. Oh boy. Which meant they didn't turn it on for that attack, uh, which is why I did minimum damage of one last round. And if I didn't turn it on, I would have hit with one more attack, but who's counting? <laughs> I'm counting. I think actually you would have done less damage had you not turned it on. Though. Oh no, yeah. if I had turned it off, I would have done um, nine. That is its whole turn because it failed to grab. Ray, you're up. You can't actually see the creature from that angle. No, but I can hear it. You can hear it. You can hear it gibbering. Uh, that would have being attacked by something. Peltzig being attacked. Yeah, Peltzig's being attacked. Requesting confirmation. Declan, did acid seem to function at full capacity? I can't see it. Yes. That's not helpful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Why does Levin keep changing his voice like that? <laughs> <laughs> The gun that illuminates as she talks <laughs> doesn't illuminate this time. It's like, yeah, I know, he's annoying. Uh, Levin's bow seems very metal today. <laughs> uh, this horrific monstrosity of mouths and eyes. We'll get an AOP as yeah. Ray will move through. Yeah, it's going to take it. And if it hits, it's going to grab you. Okay. As I roll my die. I'm assuming you're using Corona Strike. I am using Piranha Strike, and that cool. is a total two hit of 22. All right, that barely hits me. You can barely. <laughs> I have an AC of 21. Yeah. Oh, what? Shit. Right, right, you have scaling armor. Oh. I have scaling armor, and I have a I have a hard light buckler. <laughs> I forgot about your buckler. You're tracking charges on that, right? Not to mention you also have it's the only, it's it's only flavor. I don't have. Like, it doesn't give me any special technological bonus. It's just flavored as a hard light buckler. 
Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were like, so it had, was no, still bad. No, 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 no. It's, it's purely technological flavor. Like, it doesn't give okay. me any of the bonuses of having an actual hard light shield to give me. Okay, just checking. For four points of damage. Okay. And then it's going to try and grab you with an 11. Misses. Okay, fair enough. So I keep moving. Now, uh, as a swift action, I finally get to use Honesty's new ability that I got at level three. I need to make absolutely sure that this is correct because it is a cool name that Sam and I work together on. It is. And then, uh, Retha, you're in the wings with your confusion. Yeah. With a snap of raised fingers, uh, the normally pseudo-gray light that forms the atavistic rounds changes into one of an iridescent neon green as Honesty's barrel switches, or not barrel, Honesty's chamber switches over to the second one. Howling Blaster, online. Loading. Corrosive routes. And fires. All right, now this is an energy attack. It is. Okay, which bypasses uh, DR entirely because it's energy damage. That being said, the eight touch probably misses, but the 20 touch most likely hits. You don't get two attacks. You moved. Eight touch is a miss, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. And it is now Retha's turn. Now, let's talk about Confusion for a quick second. Uh, confusion is a condition in Pathfinder where you roll a D100, and depending on what you roll, certain effects will happen. A 1 to 25, you act normally. 26 to 50, does nothing but babble incoherently. 51 to 75, deals 1d8 points of damage plus strength mod to self with item in hand. And... The worst one, 76 to 100, attacks nearest creature for the purposes, for this purpose, a familiar counts as part of the subject's self. So question on that though, since I yes. have a reach weapon, technically Maldrick is the nearest creature, but I don't actually threaten him. You would stab Pelta or Gareth. Or the, or the Mouther. Or the Mouther. You're gonna roll on, you'll roll for that. Yeah. They're the all exactly the same distance. So roll me a D100 and we'll see what you do. Oh boy. No pressure. And at the end of your turn, you're going to make another will save to see if you're still affected by it. Hear those dice clack. <laughs> There's not enough room on my table for this. I'm sorry. Uh, that is a 40. 40. Babble incoherent. Does nothing babble but babble incoherently. Do I need to make another will save at the end of my round? At least they didn't stab. Uh, anyone who made the save is immune for 24 hours. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so only Retha needs to keep making saves. All right, so Reth, I need another will save. I'll do that. Uh, Now the 18, so that bodes well. That's a 19 on the will save. DC is 13. Good, okay. (laughs) Uh, Now everyone is immune, and I can ignore that ability entirely. Oh, and I don't have to worry about my sister killing me. (laughs) Yeah. That might not be accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Confusedly killing you. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) If If I kill you, it will be fully intentional. Just, just yes. Retha hits with the the polar yeah. turn, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I was confused. <laughs> See, you and that creature look so alike. I'm sorry." Speaking of getting stabbed, Gareth, you're up. Both of them just keep running their mouth. <laughs> well, he's gonna step up behind his sister because it's safer. Um, <laughs> he's gonna reach out and uh, touch her and cast full strength. Oh boy. Ooh. Oh, that that lasts three minutes. That's correct. Three minutes. So we nice. need to be quick about this. No searching the room after this fight. Yeah. Maldrick's turn. Hey, finally. 
Let's go. Okay. There's a horrific monstrosity that seems to think singing cacophonously is the same thing as performing Alexander Hamilton. So, how hurt has this thing been? I don't. Think Two it's points of acid damage, maybe. Well, it definitely took it. We just don't know if it hurt it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna move up and spell combat. Oh wait, no, spell combat's a four round action. Yeah, it? you can punch or cast. You can spell, spell strike if you want. You're right. I could cast the spell, move up, and spell strike. Isn't that how that works? Yeah. So you could you could arcane mark. Well, no, no, I'm gonna cast an actual spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I cast uh, I cast frostbite, and then I will move up and spell strike him. All right, and so this will resolve against touch. No, wait, no, no, it's spell it's spell it's spell strike, so it's normal. All right, it's spell combat spell strike. So I'm thinking of. Uh, so that will be a 17 versus its AC. That is gonna be a miss. Oh, that's fine. Oh. Pelta, you're up. Oh. oh. Pelta's gonna five foot step around the gibbering mother and then uh, make a slash through it with her creepy scythe. Important question, which mode of the scythe are you using? War scythe uh, or hard full war scythe? I rolled a 10 to hit those. That's no good. You should have used a harvest mode. It's cooler. 10 is a miss, sadly. Declan, you're up. Keep up and support. That's why you missed, is because it was in war mode instead of harvest mode. Same as you last time. move closer in. No, I'm, I'm staying where I am. It's a, it's another 21 to touch. Okay, that is a hit against touch. Another field goal for Declan. A miss on concealment with a 15. Uh, that is a miss, unfortunately, as uh, it sizzles on the floor. He's firing mostly blind into a room full of allies. He's doing pretty well for the record. <laughs> I've been rolling really good today. <laughs> All right. It is the Mouther's turn. It's going to make... Uh, it's going to actually... I'm going to roll D4. 1 to 2, Pelta. 3 to 4, Maldrick. That's a 4. It's going to attack Maldrick with all six attacks. Cool. Boy. Good. Maldrick, what's your AC? Um, 18. All right. And it's going to try and bite, grab you on the last attack if it hits. Cool. I'm going to try to parry the third attack. So okay. Just so you know. There it goes. I have to say it before I see the attack roll, so <laughs> I figured I'd tell you. So, first attack is a 24 to hit. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to try to parry because that would disable my current spell. I forgot oh, how yeah, that right. works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 24 hit on the first attack. Yep. Three points. You said 18 AC? Yeah. All right. The fourth attack hits for five points. That's the only two that hit. All right. So, just eight so points. That's not bad. Eight total. Yeah. No gravitating. No gravitating. Ray, you are up. All right, cool. Uh, we're going to take two shots with Howling Blaster. With Ravage Shot. Hopefully I roll better. <laughs> 10 and 11 touch. Not much better. Both of those miss. Yeah. yeah. Both of them max damage too, which is unfortunate. That is. Yeah. You can have a five foot step if you want it. In case it decides to target me because I'm shooting it with uh, green lasers. Time to stab this bitch, I guess. A good plan. A solid plan. It was a 19 to hit. That's a yes. hit. 10 damage. 10 damage? Yep. All right, you stab it. It doesn't seem to all really affect it, given it's glorpy. I love adjectives for oozes. <laughs> Feels bad. 
One of one of my favorite descriptors came from an ooze fight where I just on the spot came up with the phrase it undulates towards you aggressively. I've said that so many times, David. Uh, yeah, I, I have welcome. said it, it's amazing. I love it. No, no, it, Kingmaker booked me Kingmaker, and I literally said the black pudding undulates menacingly. Yep, I love it. Ooze descriptors are so fun because you have to go completely wild with them. Gareth, you're up. Hey, sis, that didn't look like your best attack. Here, take some of this. And he goes and casts Guidance on his sis to help out. Hey, can't attack go wrong with a solid plus one competence, which basically you uh, no. can't get on attack rolls. That's right. Uh, outside of a bard, no. Maldrick, you will... Actually, Gareth, you have a move action still if you want it. No. Other people in this party are actually capable of uh, killing this thing, so... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, a much better roll. Uh, that's going to be a 20 total. That is a hit. Okay, cool. So that is going to do... Uh, let me open up. Bludgeoning damage and cold damage. Okay, a d6 plus 4, and then a d6... I think Frostbite's d6, right? d6 plus 3 from that. Oh, okay, yeah. so 2d6 plus 7. Uh, so I'm going to do... I rolled 10 on the dice, plus six, 16 points of damage to it. Do you need frost separated from the rest? No. Uh, okay. It all goes through. Cool. 16 points of damage to it as I punch it with my icy golem fist. You punch it, and one of the eyes is now blackening. Black you, you've given it a black eye. There are several black eyes. Doesn't yeah. frostbite fatigue as well? It does. Yeah, no, I was about to get to that. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. No, and it's, it's also fatigue now. No save. No save? There's, there's a good reason the damage isn't as good. Also, uh, I have Rhyme Spell on that, by the way, just so you know. What does Rhyme Spell do? Uh, well, you see, the Frost of Your Cold spell clings to the target and pending it for a short time. A Rhyme Spell causes creatures to take cold damage from the spell, or that take cold damage from the spell, to become entangled for a number of rounds equal to the original level of the spell. Oh. So he's also entangled now. He's fatigued you, and entangled. You have the meta magic trait for frostbite. Is that this build? I have the meta magic trait for frostbite, so I have rhyme spell on it. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I am fatigued and entangled. Yes. Welcome to my build being online, Sam. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. Spells are also useful for uh, making an ice luge for the bar. Ah. Yeah. Oh, true, true. <laughs> Don't you fucking start with that! <laughs> uh, more, more accurately, what he can do is we can save immensely on, like, ice cutter costs and importing ice, because all he has to do is punch the barrel. To chill it, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Pelta, you're up. This thing is entangled, fatigued. Just, like, picks out a small room and just, like, touches the wall several times and turns it into a giant freezer. Pelta takes advantage of its uh, weakened state to deliver just a massive swipe with her side. Switch to harvest mode yet? Oh. Ah, jeez. I rolled another 10 to hit. Maybe you should switch to harvest mode. Just your your scythe is like use me the cool way, damn it. I am using Basically. it the cool way. It's in war side mode. It's way bigger this way. Alright. Declan, you're up. Just, just gonna keep on firing. It's what I've got. That's a 17 to touch. That is a hit. That is a 98 on cover. All right, for how much damage? Uh, three points of acid damage. All right. It is the Mouther's turn. Hell yeah. Maldrick did the most damage. It's going to try and attack him again. Maldrick I mean, is one of the only sources of damage to it. Basically. All right, and it's going to try and grab on the last attack. Uh, do you have a Devon's pair you want to declare? 
Uh, no, because my spell's still up. Oh, it lasts that much longer? I, I get three attacks with it before it's gone, baby. Uh, only the third attack hits for a three. For three damage? Three damage. Okay. Everything else missed. I think Maldrick can live with that. In minus two, minus two and then an additional minus two from Entangled? Yeah. Declan. I don't even minus one. Yes? You hear a click. Oh, no. As a crossbow bolt whizzes by your face. And in the dim light, you see... Oh, no. (laughs) A man with a crossbow. We're flanked! Who drops it and walks up to you with a short sword in one hand and a dagger in the other. And as that one walks up to you, you see another one round the corner. Oh, boy. And fire a crossbow bolt at you. Hey, I've got good news. That one has to make a will save because he's in the range of the gibbering mouth. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, well, do him, but... Or no, they might move. The, I don't know how long the range is. The further one would do, but he might have to walk. He probably he might walk into it. Yeah, he's... Yeah, and they would be very metagame if the gibbering mouther stopped because it realized you were all immune. <laughs> the gibbering mouther, that's just its state of being. It doesn't I'm surprised stop. it's a free it action does. and not the an aura, to be honest. Pfizer does weird shit. Yeah. All right, they've made their, their saves, and Declan's crossbow is coming at you for a 20 to hit. That'll hit. All right, you're going to take one point of damage. Okay. And I need a fortitude save. Oh, Righty. Okay. As uh, you all can probably figure out what this is. Just like you know, I realize. Oh, a sixteen, do they? On that gibbering mouther earlier, I could have used one of my traits, and I totally uh, forgot. Uh, oh, you have and, an aberration uh, hunter style trait? Uh, no. I have a trait that allows me, when I fail a save, to re-roll it using my sibling's bonus. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah, that one. You should have used mine. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> and uh, with that crossbow bolt and this juicy cliffhanger, yeah. oh, no. we'll pick up here next oh, week. Damn you! <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. For behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. Thanks, and see you at the bar.